This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. We are so pleased to have with us Representative Jim Jordan. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, brother. Good to good to be with you. You you uh, your new year starting off well. It is starting off very well, especially since good. I see that uh, there's a little bit of progress being made on some things, and you and you are part of the reason that people feel good about at least things aren't where they were. Now we don't know what the results are going to be. Yeah, yeah, we got work to do. Yeah. Yeah, and you said that. Um, now, let me just ask you to begin with. I know your time is always short, uh, but h- how is the is the DOJ cooperating with you? You would ask them to hand over documents with, for some well, of the we, investigations. We, right. We've asked. We've done I don't know, hundreds of letters over the, the course of the past Congress. Uh, we don't have subpoena authority until next week when, when the committee officially meets and does the organizational meeting. We don't know who the Democrat members of the, of the Judiciary Committee are yet. Um, so once we have that, we'll have the ability to, to subpoena documents. But I still think they're going to give us, you know, they're still going to, it's still going to be slow, but we expect to get the information eventually. But what we can do in the meantime is, remember, we now have uh, dozens of whistleblowers who've come talk to Republican staff on the Judiciary Committee about uh, these are FBI agents who've taken whistleblower status, come talk to us and, and tell us about the how political the, the FBI has become. And so we can I think many of those individuals are going to be willing to be deposed. And I think many of them are going to be willing to testify publicly because, unfortunately, many of them, in our judgment, have retaliated against, which is a direct direct attack. Not supposed to happen that way. I think and frankly, we'll also start with some of the American citizens who have been targeted by a political justice department, uh, specifically some of the parents that we know had the FBI show up at their door simply because they went to a school board meeting and advocated for their for their son or daughter. Now, you also are going to be serving on uh, the panel that's going to look at the weaponization of the federal government. There are two select yeah. subcommittees there about yeah. COVID. Now, just yesterday, James O'Keefe and, and Project Veritas released a video. Uh, yeah. You saw that, right? What do I you think? I haven't seen the video, but I've heard. I, I haven't seen the video, but I heard about it. I, I, I hadn't had a chance to watch it yet, but um, it's scary stuff. And and remember, but the, the they everything these guys told us turned out to be wrong. Wrong. Right? They told us, oh, it, it wasn't our tax dollars going to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Well, yes, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't gain of function, uh, function research. Sure, it looks like it was. It wasn't. It wasn't a leak from the lab that caused this virus. It sure appears like it was. Oh, the vaccinated can't get it. The vaccinated can't transmit it. Those were wrong. There's no such thing as natural. Oh, that was wrong. I mean, everything they told us turned out to be wrong. And yet, at the, while they were telling us all this, they were attempting to set up the disinformation government board to to limit the, the free speech, First Amendment free speech rights. So th- this is why this that committee is so important. And frankly, it also ties into the. To the select committee on judiciary where we're going to look at the the political nature of the justice department and what we think is the weaponization of government 
So one of the things that I know that there are so many people in this country, Representative Jordan, that also wants you to look at when you look at COVID, would you please, would somebody please either either give the American people some comfort or put them on warning with the vaccination, with those people that have mm. been vaccinated? There are reports yeah. all around the world about this, this what, we, what people are calling suddenly dead. And they're in yeah. younger demographics, people just, and, and I am not saying that Young. there's a causation. I don't think any yeah. of us are, but people want to know, is there a causation? They don't want politics. They just want the truth. Is there yeah. a causation between uh, vaccinations and some of the uh, illnesses and even deaths that some people are experiencing? Will somebody yeah. please look at that? Yeah, just level with us. Give us the facts. Give us the truth. We're, after all, we're adults. Uh, we're Americans, and we're tired of the the double speak and the and and you know it's funny because the very people who wanted to set up the disinformation governance board are the biggest purveyors of disinformation. It's the federal government. So yeah, treat us the way. The other thing that bothers us is these people who are making these decisions and running our lives, running the country. None of them ever put their name on ballot. They had to go stand in front of the people and run for office and get elected. Those are the people who are supposed to make decisions, not the unelected people like Dr. Fauci. So all this, give us the facts. I'm very concerned about this because you point out, it's a lot of it's we're hearing about young uh, athletes, young healthy, and, and so a real concern there. And then there's also the concern that young, healthy individuals who were willing to put their life on the line for our country in our military have been kicked out of the military right. for not taking the vaccine. They should be allowed to come back in if they want to. They should receive back pay. That's something we're going to work on trying to get done in this Congress. And some of those people had to also, uh, the government tried to claw back their signing bonuses from them. Ah, crazy, to add insult to injury. Now, yep. uh, okay, Representative Jordan, you're also going to be involved looking at what's going on at the border. Well, yeah. Okay. What, what, what can we expect? We are one of the things that I, let me give you an example. One of the things that I've I've been speaking with Todd Benzman, who is a reporter that from the uh, Center for Immigration Studies, who actually visits the area regularly and also goes to Mexicans, uh, Mexico, Southern border. One of the Mm -hmm. the things he discussed with me is the funding mechanisms, the United Nations, and yeah. to a degree is helping. They're not the only ones. And several other NGOs are helping yeah, right. to fund this crossing over the border. And yet yeah. it's, it's as if can one of the things we hope, well, many of us hope, is that we understand how this is happening. We know it's happening, but how is it happening? Who is funding this invasion, if you want to call it that, or these continued surges, and then how do we stop it? Great question. And the the American taxpayer is paying for it, for goodness sake, because what happens is this this is being done intentional. There is is no other way to describe it. When you have the the volume of illegal migrants coming um, that that we have now in in the two years of Joe Biden, it's because it's a premeditated, intentional – the thing that's going on here, because they said we're going to get rid of the remain in Mexico policy. We're not going to build the wall. And if you get here, we're not going to deport you. So that's just that, that's just a sign that says, come on in and they are coming. You can't fault them for wanting to come to the greatest country. And then what happens is the American tax dollars go to these NGOs, which then will house these folks once they get in the country and then it will help them move into where they want to go. 
all over the United States. That's the dynamic. And while we're so focused on doing that and so many resources are involved in processing the, uh, these illegal migrants who come, there's not the resources to stop the fentanyl that's coming in and doing so much harm to so many communities around our country. It's intentional. There is no other. Every month there, there was a, there was a seven month period uh, a year and a half ago where every single month we set a record for illegal migrants entering the country, a record. So right. this is being done intentionally. Why the Biden administration does this, I don't know. I think they're going to begin to change a little bit and we're going to pass legislation out of the house i don't know if, if chuck schumer and the democrats will take it up but if they don't that will become a central issue of course in the 2024 presidential race but we're going to pass a good bill out of out of, out of the house uh, that will deal with uh, immigration enforcement and border security um to show the american people what needs to be done and basically it's what president trump was doing okay you just mentioned chuck schumer and let me just add the name hakeem jeffries the new democrat um, minority leader um, who just said he's wondering whether whether people, Republicans, are sitting in a dungeon, some laboratory, some basement, cooking up extreme ideas to jam down the throats of the American people. And this was <laughs> this is in regard to the debt ceiling. And so now all of a sudden you guys are extreme and you want to hurt the country. They're saying anything that you want to do with a national sales tax, and and, and that could be debated, tax scam. But I I wonder, what what do you expect the relationship to be like with Democrats? And on this debt ceiling business, uh, the the White House's position so far was that they, at first they said they weren't going to negotiate. Do you expect them to actually come to the table in good faith? Well, they're better because, I mean, just five weeks ago, they passed that $1.7 trillion monstrosity. Hardly anywhere House Republicans voted for it. And now they're saying just a week ago, we're not going to negotiate with House Republicans. So think how stupid that sounds. We just spent a boatload of money. Now, give us the ability to borrow a boatload more so we can fund the stupid things we just passed in that bill that you didn't support. No, that's not how it works. Of course, they're going to have to negotiate with us. And we're going to require some, I think, some real savings in there, some real structural changes in that. In that uh, here, here's a simple one. This is not even that big a deal, but this is simple. They haven't done a budget in the Senate for I don't know how many years. So think about this. So one of the things we should say, if we're going to increase the debt ceiling, you've got to do a budget. You go borrow money from a bank, you're starting a small business. You've got to show them a business plan. You've got to show them a budget. But, oh, somehow the, the Senate Democrats don't have to do that. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. We're not going to negotiate. We just spent a, a $1.7 trillion on top of the other trillions we spent. That, that is the craziest. So, yeah, they're going to they're gonna negotiate with uh, Speaker McCarthy and, and Joe Biden. And we're going to, I think— insist on something that is good common sense for the American people. The one area we might be able to find some common ground is um, is on on China uh, and the China task force and looking at some things that we think can be helpful there. So uh, let's hope that's the case. And then to this, just finally, to the to the issue of, oh, uh, uh, Minority Leader Jeffrey said that Republicans are extreme. It's not extreme to have a border that's under control. It's not extreme to go away from the from the 41-year high inflation rate they have. It's not extreme to, extreme to not have the record climb that we got under Joe Biden. It's not extreme to, to, to actually have education energy policy that works and have low gas prices. Those aren't extreme, and it's certainly not extreme to have a government that treats people equally under the law, which is what we're supposed to do under our Constitution. So those are the things that we're going to fight for. Now, let me ask you, have all the uh, the heightened feelings over the speaker battle, are those all now a thing of the past? Everybody, real, we've got a speaker now. It's in place. You guys are moving. You guys are doing things. Yeah. A lot of people 
look, there's you know this, and there's no secret. A lot of people wanted you to be speaker, and 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 one day hope that maybe you will be speaker. But I think people are pretty satisfied with the way things are shaking out right now. Yeah. They see yeah. this this Congress is moving forward. You have a lot of fans out here. You have a lot of people, Representative Jordan, who trust well, you, and they <laughs> trust you for good and and for good reason. I might add. Yeah, because well, you have never you. lied to people. You tell the truth, and you're a straight shooter. Yeah, well, they trust you, and they appreciate what you do for the cause of freedom and for our country. Uh, you know, we went through that, that week of, of several votes, but now we're united. I think Speaker McCarthy is doing a great job and is going to do a great job. And we just got to remember the simple concept. Whatever differences may exist amongst Republicans in the House, they pale in comparison. And I said this on the House floor during that week. They pale in comparison to the differences between Republicans and the left, which now controls the Democrat Party and the radical things they want to do. So we had better stick together. I think we will stick together and get the things done that we told the American people we were going to do. Now, some of them may not become law because Chuck Schumer may not take them and get them through the Senate. But that will help frame up the debate for the 2024 presidential election when I hope President Trump runs. Well, I know he's running. I hope he runs and wins. Um, so that's how American politics works. So we're committed to doing that and also doing the oversight work that we talked about a few minutes ago that the Constitution requires us to do. Um, we're going to focus on that as well. And I got I to gotta run here. I apologize. I got to get to a meeting. Thank you it's, so it's, much it's for your great time. Great to be with you, brother. You bet. Great Take to care. be with you. Jim Jordan, yeah. Representative Jim Jordan, ladies and gentlemen, on WABC. We are coming back. Boston Early's Rush Hour, 800-848-WABC. Don't go away. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.